0: Welcome to the Harry Podcast, where ancient wisdom meets everyday life. I'm Tom, and I'm here to guide you on this journey. This episode is about Manly Palmer Hall and his teachings. We are going to talk about the incredible life of Manly Peel and discuss why ancient wisdom is so important in your life. We are not here to delve into mysticism or complicated concepts. We are here to keep it real, natural, and relatable. So, whether you're on your morning commute, sipping tea at home, or just out for a walk, this conversation is for you. Hello, my friends. Thanks for joining me for episode number six of the Haru podcast. I'm Tom, and today I'm super excited to get in front of the mic to record this episode because I've been working the past few days on the website of the podcast. I initially, only created a landing page with my social media, and I wanted something more professional, I would say, where you could listen to the podcast directly and find my social media and all the content I'm creating around the podcast, so check it out. It's on heru.fm, now Manly P. Hall. So I'm going to share a quick biography and then discuss his teachings and how I see them applied today in everyone's life actually and why it's so important to develop your consciousness to understand where we come from If you want to believe it's all mythology or it all actually existed 100%, it's up to you. But to know and understand the principles, that's to me very important. So it's not a matter of believing or not in the existence of Atlantis, for instance. It's more a matter of reflecting on philosophy and and see how it resonates with you. So first, Manly P. Hall. So Hall uh, was born in 1901 uh, in Ontario, Canada. And as a kid, he was always curious about bigger questions. Life, the universe, everything mystical. And at 17, he packed his bags and hit Los Angeles, where he really started to make waves. So, um, You know, he was this self-taught scholar soaking up everything about philosophy, spirituality, you name it. And he started sharing his thoughts and people were just drawn to his lectures and writings and books. Um, And and by the way, guys, I just realized reading the introduction of this book, um, Manly Peel you know, thanks a lot of persons who helped him write this book and print this book. Uh, So he's even mentioning the printers and the technology that they use to print the book. And that's where you realize, uh, uh, you know, look it up for yourself, but I don't want to spoil the book or anything. And I'm speaking about the secret teachings of all ages. So that's his masterpiece. Basically, it's a Very long book. So that's the kind of book you read slowly in its entirety. And then you go back to it to pick uh, some, you know, some quotes. And it's fascinating. Guys, we will talk about this book, but I I was just reading the introduction the other day. Again, Hall is just thanking the printers and describing the technology they used to print the book, which was basically nothing crazy for us today, but back then, just printing books you can see it was a huge effort and a huge achievement. And it's impossible that they could print as many books as we now have impressions on the internet, like impressions like you know on, on X or Twitter. Like his books today are being displayed on a screen every day million times or at least thousand times, I'm sure. On a daily basis. Back then, just to print a thousand books was something like it. And you can feel it in this uh, introduction, so I'll let you guys look it up. Um, but it's fascinating and that's why I like to buy these kind of books uh, on paper. And if possible, like the big format, not the pocket uh, format, you know what I mean? So you can go back to it with pleasure, like it's a special object. It's an historical object. This way, your shirt is not corrupted. It's not censored. It's not edited. It's the book, like it's on paper. It's in your room with you. You know, nothing can happen. Like it's it's the real thing, Uh, and it's also great just to be able to touch the object with your hands, turn the pages, and feel feel it, like as it was originally. Like Manly Pihol wrote a book. It didn't wrote uh, digital text on on a screen that you know that that was really another a very different process he wrote the manuscript like he mentioned that also in the introduction he wrote a manuscript and then he got it edited and printed today it's just a matter of uh, you know tweeting something like with your phone it's a very different process so um i don't know why that that stuck with me like um I read that yesterday and I was like, wow, I didn't even realize that. Hall had a way of making complex stuff sound super interesting. Most people who know Manly P. Hall actually know he was a Freemason, right? But actually, he was not a Freemason when he wrote uh, The Secret Teachings of All Ages, for instance, most of his lectures you know, he did them before entering Freemasonry. So despite being a know-it-all in esoteric matters, Hull didn't join the Freemasons until he was in his 50s. And that happened in 1954 in San Francisco. But he didn't just get initiated in Freemasonry. By 1973, he was already a 33rd degree Mason. So that's the highest grade and he did that in 19 years and he was in his 50s so he was actually 53 years old when he started and by 72 he was already at the highest grade in freemasonry and most of his books again he wrote before being initiated so um, when you present hall uh, as a freemason yes and no because you will read his, like, The Secret Teachings of All Ages, which is his masterpiece, really. Like, if, if I would recommend you one book from him, it would be this one. But honestly, don't stop at this one because the other books are pretty, pretty awesome as well. This one actually wrote The Secret Teaching of All Ages at 27, 27 years old in 1928. And as of Freemasonry, a whole it was like like you know this secret club with layers on the surface it's a social group but deep down it's a keeper of ancient mystical secrets and he once said Freemasonry is a fraternity within a fraternity an outer organization concealing an inner brotherhood of the elect So back to The Secret Teaching of All Ages, which he wrote at age 27, way before joining the Freemasonry. It it was like an encyclopedia of every mystical and philosophical idea out there. And so he kept on sharing his wisdom. He was writing more and more, giving lectures and spreading knowledge, like pure science. Uh, historical science and he started this philosophical research society in 1934 in LA making a hub for folks who were into this kind of stuff like imagine even just that I was mentioning earlier printing and the difficulty it was to print a lot of books back then compared to today but think about just creating a society Of like-minded people about a very niche topic and all of that in 1934 that's something right to describe Hall's life I would say it was a wide riding search for truth and wisdom so he didn't just learn he inspired others as well and he created this society and then he joined Freemasonry and became a 33rd degree Mason which is a huge amount of work and accomplishment, and that that says a lot about the man. And even after he passed away in 1990, his teachings kept on influencing people to this day. He showed us how the whole school spiritual stuff could still be super relevant today, like Atlantis for instance. For many of us, Atlantis is a myth. Right, a myth that Plato mentioned, and that's it. But he described vaguely what was Atlantis, where it was, what happened. But that's the only reliable source, and we don't know much about it. Uh, maybe it's just an allegory; never existed. And and yeah, some people said it's underwater because it it got uh, submerged, according to Plato. So people are trying to find where it was located, etc. But that's the mainstream version of Atlantis, I would say. But if you're just a bit serious about the topic and you've done some research, we know much more than that. And where I've learned the most about Atlantis was in Manly P. Hall's books and lectures. And so for Hall, it's very clear that Atlantis not only existed, but dominated hers at some point. He talked about that with a lot of knowledge, and, and again, it was in the 1920s and 30s when he wrote his book, The Secret Teachings of All Ages. Again, it was in 1928, so between two world wars. And back then, it was a huge enterprise to publish a book. Like Hull literally dedicated his life to Atlantis, ancient wisdom, spirituality, religions, the study of religions, um, and spreading this knowledge, he dedicated his whole life to it, back then, without any technology. You wouldn't do that making stuff up or faking stuff. Today on the internet, that's the problem, like information is available to everyone, but everyone can also create information and it's very hard to tell what's true and what's fake etc but back then like scholars were very serious and rigorous about their work and so it's very reliable documented there is a lot of footnotes and you know sources reading these books you cannot stop after that and you don't see the world the same way, you don't see human history the same way either. And you understand that ancient civilizations had much more knowledge than us, than in today's society. I'm sorry to say that, but most of us don't know much, are pretty ignorant when it comes to history, science, spirituality, etc. We are just like almost manufactured uh, to become productive agents of a society with material priorities. Get a job to pay the bills and etc. So you have to be productive. It's a competition. You want to make the most money you can to live the best life you can. And it's all about that. That's the reality of our society. And we also, on top of that, believe this is the highest point, the highest level in human history. Like we are the most evolved version of man. You know, like today with technology, internet, etc., we are the most advanced civilization that Hearst has known, that Hearst has hosted. Well, it's definitely not the case just reading Manly P. Hall, you will understand, is is definitely not the only one speaking about that, but it is a great introduction to the to the matter. So that's why I believe ancient wisdom is so important. Ancient history, which leads to ancient wisdom, because today I'm just taking the example of Atlantis. But in this podcast, what I want to talk about is actual ancient wisdom, ancient spirituality which inspired the religions as we know them. But it was much more than that. It was actually science, science of the soul, science of consciousness, which is our magic power, which makes us men and women and not like animals or uh, other forms of living. So consciousness is not just a topic that, you would find in philosophical essays or at school or it's something you should think about on a daily basis not necessarily meditate as a yogi would do but think about these kind of topics Um, you know ancient history because it's it's our history actually it's not just a vague uh, myth it's where we come from where we used to be in terms of knowledge and awareness and consciousness and when you compare to today there is no doubt that we are not the highest, the most advanced versions of man today. It's obvious, right? And you don't need to go far back to understand that some people just a hundred years ago wrote some fantastic books and one of them is Manly P. Hall. We'll definitely get back to this man and many others and discuss these topics to understand how to be happy today and not rely on material things while still living in modern society and living a normal life it's not about drugs or medications it's about you and your consciousness guys i really appreciate you tuning in thanks for joining me on this new episode Let's get in touch on Twitter or X, Heru Podcast, that's my handle. And also on Heru.fm, you will find all uh, the content I'm creating around the podcast. So I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Talk to you soon. Bye.